Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mays. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. Hey, uh, Tyler, it is yeah. episode 63 wow, George. of the Lehigh Valley Would Love podcast. Uh, happy Easter weekend, I guess. Yeah, well, people will be hearing this. It's post-Easter. Oh, yeah. So you you've been all well, with your... You've all seen your families. Do people work on Monday? I don't know. Do people ever work? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I, just, I don't know how it works. How do, how do jobs anymore. work? Um, so I would assume that maybe probably today. We're recording this on Friday. They probably have today off. Yeah, maybe we should release this on Easter Sunday so people can ignore their families. Yeah, you know what? You might be listening to this on Easter Sunday. It's actually up to us because nobody <laughs> really ca- cares when this comes out. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, but does anybody listen? Is anybody listening? If you're if out we, there, let me know if, if you're listening. If we didn't release it on a regular schedule, though, then that's when you get into trouble. So you want to talk about something quick? We have a really interesting guest. So yeah. So well, <laughs> I I got in a little trouble. Uh, you did well. You, we well, you were involved. I there was a article in Leah Valley. I was well, not involved. You you told you advised me. Oh, I advised you. Yeah, it's a and I it said the headline was Saucon Valley couple allegedly gets caught having sex on the rail trail in Saucon Valley, and all I did was comment and say, "Well, that's why they called it the rail trail." It's <laughs> a good joke, and I got. Well, there's some somebody we know who it is, but I don't. I don't, I don't know who it is. But I, 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 he's like, I, I, I don't think PBS is gonna like that comment. And then Tyler's like, should I take it down? I'm like, just leave it enjoy, up. I got scared, and, and did you didn't right. tell me to leave it up. You I said, said I it thought down. it was a comment on the podcast page. Oh, so then you would have control. Over I commented it. on their thing. Right, that's where you're you're in limbo because then it's you can't control other people's comments. I guess so, but I think it's a funny thing. Like that's a, such an interesting place to. To get in the mood, I well, would let's think. Well, let's ask our guest. We have uh, Dalton Young, who, if you're not familiar, was one of the original Billboard sitters from the Billboard the contest. Event the, in the yeah, 80s. The, the, Zeke Zelker made a movie. There's actually a documentary on Amazon Prime called The Billboard Boys, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you're in that. But Dalton, you, you said you, you walked the rail trail all the time. You've never come oh, across? No, I haven't. <laughs> I, I saw Has the mood ever sh- struck you? <laughs> Uh, no, but I saw that they also found a, a bomb-like uh, item out there just not too long ago. Oh Rail man, because it's, it's really that seventy-eight influence. Oh man, taking like seventy-eight's the worst. If I'm road. gonna choose, seventy-eight's the worst road in America. Okay, here's here's a question for the both and of you. I think it's seeped. If you had to choose to, you're walking on the trail. Mm-hmm. Would you rather come across a bomb or a couple making sex? I'd definitely rather have a couple make because I can like. There's no way they could like chase me or anything if they were mad. Like, the they, bomb can't chase you. Well, the bomb would be a bomb, so it could chase me with a concussion. You could defuse the bomb. Okay. You can't I'm, defuse a couple in the in the throes of I passion. I can defuse it by running they, away. Actually, the thro- a couple could just look at either one of us and say, "I'm no longer having sex anymore." That's defusing sex. Anybody having sex on the rail trail, I don't feel like is in. <laughs> what is going on? Is in a physical enough shape to like, yeah. chase somebody out? Hold on a second. Yeah, you remove your, your George's cat is doing what George's cat normally like, does. So yeah, you you were the the. This is funny because I um, we, you know we Zeke we had Zeke on and he talked about this this movie and 
it was before my time. Let's back up like one second. Okay, back it up. Well, just because like we're aware, but people might not be aware. So it's it, a it well. Was a, that's like, what I'm trying to get into. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. it's the uh, it, it was a Billboard sitting contest at a radio station that's no longer there. Right, and that was W S A M S A M. And it was based out of Allentown, right? right, right and right. Whitehall. Whitehall. They did a contest where uh, a couple candidates sat yeah, on a billboard, were, right? That's three of us. It was a random drawing, and they right. apparently got over six hundred thousand entries. I don't know how wow. they counted them all, but uh, yeah, and they drew three names. And well, because the initial buy-in was, if you win, you win a house, right? Yeah, yeah. eighteen thousand dollar mobile home. Okay, know, like a prefab, uh, right? Yeah. And so you just by luck of the draw, you. Yeah, I had entered a thousand times. You could enter as many times as you want. A thousand how did, times. Like, how however, did you enter back? There was like a piece of paper. Yeah, well, what my mom did, she um, uh, printed out on one eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. Uh, I need a, you know, I could live on a billboard and definitely <laughs> blah 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 whatever, and um, ran off th- uh, five hundred copies, and we cut them in half, and I took them up, but. The guy that they drew first, in fact, the first 10 times, uh, Mike McKay, uh, entered 47,000 times. What? 47,000 times. He had some kind of a system. He had a hand stamp that just said, I need a home, and uh, signed each of them. Wait, so your mom was, did your mom, were your mom like, was it going well with you? Yeah, was it going well with your mom or bad? I had just got out of the army a month before that. Uh And uh, actually, the day I walked in, drove up from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And I walked in the door on a Sunday morning, and the first thing my mom said was, oh, there's this contest. I live on a billboard, blah, blah, blah. You're like, Mom, I just got home. <laughs> yeah, whoa. The army. <laughs> and, uh, it was either that or get a job. It's like, right, they're hanging on a billboard. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I thought, well, geez, you know, I mean, this is something I'm cut out for, you know. I think yeah. I could easily win this thing. And, um, of course, I thought I'd be up there against, like, a middle-aged uh, housewife and yeah. maybe a high school right. kid or something, right. you know. But as it turns out, these guys were like incredibly suited for this. A couple you know? bear grills up oh, there, yeah. survivalists. Oh yeah, the guy in the middle was a hunter and spent time at hunting cabins. You didn't have to hunt up there. No, no. Okay, <laughs> Debbie, yeah. just You're with a like bow white, and arrow, like something's gears. moving over there. Do a call. First day of doe season. Thank God. <laughs> well, I guess he was used to being in tree stands. Yeah, so right, was, yeah, yeah. Cut out for that. And then the guy on the other end was a avid backpacker, mm-hmm. outdoorsman, and whatnot. So. You know what was the what were the odds of that? that yeah. You know, they get did you guys, guys that could last forever? Did you guys get along? Well, you know, the first three months we didn't talk at all. Three zero months. zero communication. No, we we and in fact, I'd do anything I could to you know to irritate them. You know, How close the were billboard. you? Like, well, each area was uh, eight by sixteen feet. Okay. And then we had a little maybe four foot partition in between each of the spaces. We couldn't go into the other guy's spaces. Right. But yeah, I would you know crank the the stereo. You know, my friends would be up till you know late. And could they come wait. up with you? No, they couldn't come up top. You know, but they were down below. Yeah, all kinds partying. of and everything. Yeah. Would That's there be parties there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Like what? Like what the, do you under, mean? The, like, under, under the billboard. People would be down there drinking yeah. and like oh, yeah. hanging out. Yeah, you know, I mean, when it started, it was September twentieth, so it was still kind of warm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But, then once winter started, you know, people wouldn't stay as late. When when did you kind of realize, did you have an oh shit moment? Like, these A, these guys are really serious. B, like, I don't, did you have that moment where you're like, I, I have to make a decision. If, I, if I'm really serious about this or did I have my fun already? Well, you know what? It almost started even before the contest. We had a, uh, about three or four days before the contest started. They brought us up to read us the rules and 
I didn't realize they were going to take a, a photo, a publicity shot of us. And I was wearing a WMMR t-shirt out of Philly. So that's a whole other story yeah. in and of itself. But um, yeah, I mean, they asked me how long I was willing to stay. And I figured, well, okay, if I was working a job and saving money, it would take me probably about three years to save that kind of money at least. So I said, I don't know, two or three years. And then, you know, of course, Mike said, oh, I think I could stay five years. So then, oh, my God. You know, then the shit so you started, kind of started it, kind right of. Then and there. Yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. your calculations yeah. were like, wow, well, three years, I'll do three. Yeah. So, all right. So well, I'm sure like the, the first day, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. it was like a big send off to get you up there. Was there like a closing of the cell moment where like <laughs> yeah, everyone? Like, oh, no. Well, it was just it was like, OK, everybody's gone. And here we are. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the first day was really just like drizzly and damp and just kind of nasty and uh actually there weren't that many people there at the beginning okay uh you know it's a little am station uh there were a handful of people there you know my mom and dad were there to you know Your mom's like <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah right but uh yeah i mean it wasn't a big deal in fact i you know initially i didn't think many people would know much about it and you know before you know long i mean within three months it became this big international thing really yeah. so were there crowds gathering and like how, how did you tell because you your communication was pretty much i would assume closed off from uh-huh. that and there was no internet right right no. so how did you did you were you unaware of how big of a deal i mean initially like i said the first three months i mean it was just you know once in a while the morning call would run an article yeah um SAN would call us daily just for check-ins on right. the air. Um, and then about November was when John DeBella out of Philly, uh-huh. MMR, uh, got word that here's this guy with an MMR t-shirt yeah. on some other radio station's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, event. And um, so he started to call me daily. But it was December 9th, I think it was, or 11th, whichever, that a front-page Wall Street Journal article. Yeah, ran. wow. And then it just broke. It I broke. Mean, it, it just broke everywhere, yeah, which... Yeah. Uh, you know, next thing you know, we have people from all over the planet coming by. To Con- interview do us. people still talk to you? They can. Can you still? Do you get like recognized anywhere? You as know, the- it's well. You know, now with this documentary and also Zeke's film, um, there's kind of been a like a resurgence. Resurgence, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so a lot of people talk more about it. But um, uh, every you know maybe five or ten years, the morning call will run there. Yeah, obligatory. You know. Uh, 30 year thing or whatever what about right after like how long did the the it, the attention last after the contest was over yeah i mean i'd go into bars or whatever and people would say don't i know and you know keep in mind i just got arrested I was, I was trying to distance. i didn't want to bring it up I'm i don't yeah yeah, yeah i wasn't gonna bring it up i i wanted to distance myself as much as i right. could from the contest so people would see me at bars or wherever and they'd say don't i know you from somewhere and no. i'm like oh, no yeah, no never he's no, wearing no. his mmr t-shirt. just moved here <laughs> yeah so, well, I, like, it, but there was some recognition yeah. yeah yeah so you're up there you don't talk to these other guys for three months uh-huh. Uh, you're getting like snippets of stuff coming back to you. Um, you know, did you before we talk about the the incident? Uh-huh. Uh, did you were you having moments of I, I, this is stupid? I want to get down or no? I mean, not at first, you know, because I had a lot of support, and I think you know from what we heard, there were pools going on in different uh-huh. bars and things that you know, who can stay the longest. People were putting money on it, and so I didn't want to disappoint not only my own you know friends sure. and family but i didn't want to disappoint yeah. these people that might have been have, yeah like, once you found it, once on once it. it became a big thing you're like well now i can't get uh, down right so all right i've packed <laughs> i've went to college twice mm-hmm. i didn't stay very long either time <laughs> but i've packed to go to college how do you pack to live on a billboard for three for, for an infant for you don't know how long <laughs> it's going to last well you know the radio station provided us with a tent 
a portable shitter, a little <laughs> transistor radio, which yeah. was worthless. You know, I ended up with my own you know, big yeah, yeah, yeah. boom box up there. Um, the phone, you know, we had a phone and hookup up there and we had electric and they gave us a little like spring, summer, fall sleeping bag. And, um, so they, they gave us a few things. Right. And then, um, we had to bring you know, our own clothes and whatnot, but you know, eventually I got a little camping grill up there and a hot plate and you know, just enough to heat up some yeah. water to do a sponge bath and <laughs> make some coffee. So you and, didn't shower? You couldn't shower? No, it was just a, a sponge bath type thing. I, wow. I, that was on a, like a four day wash cycle. So every Man, fourth day I'd kind of, kind of wash up and, you know, wash my hair. It's like, and, thank God they didn't allow people up there. Yeah. Right. They, how more. could you, there was no we conjugal just, visit type thing. Well, they, <laughs> there were two holidays. I think it was Christmas and uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, that they let people up. Valentine's. There. Day. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, so now the guy in the middle, Ron, he was he had a girlfriend of I don't know a year or so. They were pretty close, so she came up. She went up that day, and then Mike was the only married guy up there, and uh, his wife came up. He's but like, damn it, that's <laughs> why I'm here. I didn't really know anybody. In the it was it was the Billboard rocking that <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> And it didn't take much to rock. You know? <laughs> like, guys, seriously. Yeah. At least, at least, like, go in the same motion. Right, right. <laughs> um, so talk about thin walls, right? Um, that's funny. That's crazy. Yeah. But after that, did did you talk to them after that? Yeah, were you <laughs> like, hey, like, man? Hate these guys. Well, you know, after the walls. What was that one move you were I doing? Been like, was, I heard you. I'm right here. Well, you know, even leading up to the Wall Street Journal article, some of the local papers, you know, they have, you know, the, the letters to the editor. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were starting to say, well, you know, you guys only expected this contest to go a month or two and, you know, or it'd be over by Christmas. Why don't you just give them all a home? You got your publicity out of them and, sure. and call it a day. And um, so about that time and then once the Wall Street Journal article hit in early December, middle of December, uh, public opinion really started to turn. And, you know, then the whole exploitation thing came into right. play. And uh, so then at that point, we started to really band together. So it became yeah. like us against the, the station and the Oh, promoters. really? Really? Yeah. And Mike McKay was kind of the guy that was the, like, spearheaded that yeah. whole thing. Because, you know, he was older. He was, you know, he was like the old guy up there, 31 or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he kind of bandied us together and, and said, hey, look, you know, why don't we start talking to some other promoters and try to get endorsements, et cetera. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was the guy that was really behind that whole thing. And we sure, you know, at that point, of course we had public sentiment going with right. us too. So yeah. we kind of pulled together then. And then we kind of, you know, not, I wouldn't say became friends, but you know, we came. Yeah, how, but how do you not, other. how do you not become friends? Like you're all trying to win, but, right. but even still like you're, you're there and it's, you're in such close quarters uh-huh. that how do you stay distant? Like what right. is in, is it the, you wanting to win? Uh, yeah, that was it. I mean, the competition, I mean, we weren't, you know, like particularly friendly with each other. And you, yeah. you were 22 at the time. Yeah, I was so when you're 22. You're like, I don't need yeah. any friends. Like true, I, I can do true. And w- was there moments of like extreme, like discomfort with battling the elements? Like, yeah, we had some cold weather. We had, um, at one point, uh, I want to say like February, it was the biggest snowstorm maybe in recorded history at that time. Twenty four <laughs> inches. And, and you're how far off the ground? Yeah, like they're twenty feet. But it was so easy to clear off our little area. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you're like was, you're probably thinking, well, I don't have to shovel my mom's <laughs> driveway. Now. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it stopped traffic completely. Yeah. For like now, two days, where I mean, nobody was moving, which was nice it was and quiet. peaceful. Even yeah. from because I, I know I knew this at some point. But where was it? Where was the actual billboard? It was on the um, 
the uh, MacArthur Road exit off of 22. So you're headed north on MacArthur Road. By so the radio station. There's radio stations by there By all now. those radio stations? A little past that. If you're headed eastbound on 22. Okay. Right? Just beyond that. You oh, make that, okay. Uh, you I got that you. right and come around and then yeah. head up towards the yeah. mall. Yeah. Yeah. Right so there. like by Wisecrackers. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And so you could you see like Route 22? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. People were, would drive by truckers, blowing their horns. People people so, would pull off the exit and, you know, there were some fender benders and things. You yeah. Know, because kids are waving and people are like checking us out. And, Girls you know. flashing you? Uh, I didn't get much of that, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Much. It was a bummer. A little bit. Much. Hit a little yeah. bit. That's <laughs> a, you know. So how ultimately, I mean, you gave away a little bit, but how long were, did you, well, you know what? I, I have a different question before we get to that. We talked about the radio station about like kind of fighting or did they, uh-huh. did you guys like eventually start turning on them when they would communicate with you? Was there any like back and forth with no, that? You know what? That almost even died before that, you yeah. know, as far as the communication, because originally they were going to call us twice a day, I guess, morning and then later in the day just to check yeah, up. And, you know, you're alive. For, because part of it was that they were changing format. So they wanted mm-hmm. to they put on this contest to. To try to, you know, get interest in their Promote. change in format. Yeah. So uh, um, they were calling us and, and uh, but then that started to die off to some degree. Um, they didn't really support us. Really, Love Homes, which was involved in it. They were like co-sponsors of it. Um, a guy by the name of Rick Thompson from Love Homes was, he was amazing. I mean, if there was a, a winner or a champion in that whole thing, it right. was him. I mean, he came up, he brought us like a Thanksgiving dinner and, and gave the one guy a haircut once. And, you know, it was, he was, it was great. You the, know? The, Fortunately, the, he's passed away. Uh-huh. The, the radio station, does that leave a, a, like a bad taste in your mouth? Do you, are you unhappy with how no, they... No, no, not really. No. In fact, um, there was some talk, and if you watch the documentary... Um, I didn't really know this at the time, but I think the station really wanted to put an end to it at some yeah. point. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. They're yeah, just like, they, they were yeah. getting pressures probably from that too, like yeah, the from police general and public. And yeah, police. And the, the yeah. police and the township and, and whatnot. Yeah. So was there was there a time like how did it end though? Like well, where because he he ended first, so right. So yeah. can you kind of give us in your own words uh-huh. what what was how long were you in A and B? How did you ultimately get yeah. in trouble? I was, uh, <laughs> I was up there 184 days. Oh, my God. And so I, It started September 20th, and then on March 23rd was that fateful day when I, I came down. So, uh, so and that, the other guys were up there. Well, actually, um, well, I guess I'll tell you how I came yeah, down before yeah. I give that part away. But, um, yeah, um, <laughs> a couple weeks prior to March 23rd, um, and we had people coming by all the time right. from wherever, you know, tourists and, mm-hmm. you know, just curiosity seekers and, and whatnot. And, um, and you couldn't stop them. It's not oh, they, no. they had they could literally oh. they had complete access other than oh, yeah. there was no security guard on no, site. Uh-uh. No, what if they wanted to walk up? What if somebody wanted well, to you couldn't really get up there? You'd have to climb this. The what if somebody frame. did that? You could, but it would yeah. be kind of difficult. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, one of the guys... Mike I just McKay throw said, my like shitter thing at you. <laughs> one of the guys, Mike McKay, said, you know, years later said, oh, yeah, I climbed down. I went to a bar to have a beer, which I kind of doubt because he was kind of a big dude. Right, yeah, yeah. You would have felt it. Yeah, yeah. We would have known him if he clumped, climbed He's like, down. I know how this billboard moves. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, this guy uh, stopped by and talked to the other two guys the one morning. And I was on the phone or doing something and... So the next morning he came back and he was talking with me and the guy gave me this story that, you know, he was in the military and 
he was new to the area. He was worked for PPNL and he was from Pittsburgh. He didn't know anybody in the area. So I'm gonna go was, meet these guys that I, I can't <laughs> hang out with anyway. They're stuck on this billboard. Let's go make friends with them. <laughs> so he's you know talking about his military experiences and we're talking and you know it's like oh well, you know what kind of part, you know like talking about the partying mm-hmm. we did and so on and and um, so then he asked me at one point, hey, do you get high? And I said, oh, you know, occasionally, oh, sure, you know. And then um, so later he. he contacted me and he said uh because our phone numbers were pretty much public you know? <laughs> really so, yeah. funny yeah in fact, we had a french uh, there was a french magazine that got a hold of our phone numbers and for three days we got like 150 phone calls Can from like imagine? two like, in the morning to like six in the morning oh my god you're like people. i have to leave my billboard phone off the yeah. hook <laughs> and, <laughs> and all they could say was like oh we already french and and i guess they expected us to be able to speak french right right as it turned out just a little oddity of that that contest the guy in the middle they misprinted his phone number so some woman in allentown was getting all these <laughs> oh calls for, for day you know i'm probably so confused yeah. like what is going to end this billboard <laughs> contest <laughs> getting robocalls probably it led to a divorce <laughs> <laughs> right so finally they changed our numbers after that incident but the guy called me a couple times and asked if i could get something i said well you know i'm a little bit up i'm here. on a billboard yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. A, there's literally a hundred thousand other people yeah, yeah. in yeah. allentown i'm the only one that why can't do this uh-huh. i'm literally the only one on a billboard <laughs> oh, so yeah. You, yeah okay sorry so he, um, so I just, he, yeah he called me a couple times and finally he's like <laughs> well i said i have a little up here and i give you a little or something and he said well is there anything you need and i said oh, i don't know a six pack of beer would be nice right so he came up this one night, and there were two guys on the ground, two people I knew. And um, so passed this bowl down, and they were hitting it. You know, and you could see it. The bowl was glowing. You know, mm-hmm. there's no doubt that the guy was taking some hits off it. And um, so then he's like, well, do you have any? I said, well, I got a little bit. Stuck it in a cigarette pack, dropped it down to him. And then he throws his cigarette pack back up to me with 20 bucks in it. And... Um, I said, look, man, just take the weed. You know, I'm, I'm good. You know, I don't, I don't need $20 up here. And he's there, no, no, I insist. I'm like, well. $20? What, 80, what, what well, year it was that? It was eight grams of weed is what it weighed Whoa. out to. Whoa. So one, one gram over a, an, a quarter ounce. He's throwing that out of there like, here you go. Here's a, here's a brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so anyway, so he, uh, um, uh, you know, took off and that was the end of that and, Two weeks later, well, he called me a few more times in the interim, and hey, can you get any more? That was good stuff, and this and that. And I'm like, you know, look, dude, I'm not dealing. I just have a little <laughs> yeah. up here, you know. I figured I'm I'd in turn the middle you of something. You know, we had some kind of a connect, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, You're connection, good, military, right. you know, thing. And um, so, two weeks after that that night, um, somebody opened my tent flap, like at nine thirty in the morning, and. We had a lot of reporters. I mean, at that point, we had reporters coming from worldwide, yeah. like every day, pretty much. Yeah. And some of the French reporters in particular were kind of like pushy. They, they didn't have really good personal space, right, right. you know. So I thought it was one of them. And all I saw was some some black uh, dress shoes and, and like brown slacks. And uh, so I said, well, wait, I got to get Terrible a Terrible fashion. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I got to get a jacket on, you know, like, hang on a second. So I zipped the tent flap back up. Next thing you know, the tent flaps being unzipped again. I'm thinking, yeah, who the fuck is this? You know, yeah. Wait, wait a yeah. second. And um, they said Whitehall police threw some papers in on my. I had a cot up there. They threw some papers in, <laughs> unplugged the phone, and said you're under arrest. Da, 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 oh my know? god! So then I come out of the tent, and there's like, there's like five uniform cops. There's a couple undercover cops. They had 
Two Did they think you were a flight risk somehow? <laughs> like, this guy's like, gonna, we don't know, we don't know yeah. where this guy Does he have lives. a getaway driver up on the billboard? Do they have the guy in the bottom like yelling from the bullhorn? Like, <laughs> you're surrounded. Seems, ex- seems excessive. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know if they thought, you know, because I was in the military, it was like dangerous or what the yeah. story right. was. But um, yeah, so they... They said, well, look, we won't cuff you until you climb down a ladder. Oh, thanks. I said, well, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then when we got down on the ground, I mean, I had only walked on this, like, plywood deck for the past six months. That's crazy. I mean, walking on, like, roots and, you know, like, little rocks and whatnot, it was tough. You, <laughs> really? Like, it was almost like, you know, you get off a boat and you're kind of... You, you know, got those sea legs, yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah, it was kind of tough at first. And then... Uh, they put me in the car and whisked me up to the uh, Whitehall Police uh, Station, or uh, you know, and they charged you municipal building. Yeah, um, I had three, four charges. I had uh, what the uh, the delivery of a controlled substance. Delivery. Yeah. You 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 couldn't. You, 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 where did you deliver? From where to where? Right. Yeah. So I got I got that. I got the gravity <laughs> delivered it. It was just yeah intent. To deliver two counts of sleeping. <laughs> That's the best one. Intent to yeah, deliver. Intent, yeah. I'm in a billboard contest. I don't have any intent. Like two counts of oh. sleeping on a billboard. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought that was intent. Like, oh, uh, intent. Yeah. oh that's good. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the intent and then, uh, possession, possession, possession of paraphernalia. Yeah. yeah. So they the I had a, a preliminary hearing in which the other was it guys, like more. S- I mean, was it a little more serious back then with marijuana? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the other two guys got subpoenaed. My lawyer subpoenaed them uh, like three weeks later to come to my preliminary hearing. So that kind of, I mean, in my mind, that effectively ended the contest. But they were only down for like four hours, and then they went back up, and oh. it was all agreed on. Yeah. Know, with oh, the Did they have your back? Um, yeah, I mean, they said we didn't suspect anything up there. We didn't witness anything, and... So, uh, yeah, but then they bounded over to trial. So I still had to wait another, that was in April. So I had to wait till August till I had a, a actually a jury trial. And did you trailer. go back up as well? Uh, no. no. Oh, no. They said that I was kind of out of the contest until they determined whether I was guilty or not. And of course, by that time, that was yeah. August and the contest was well yeah. over by then. But, uh, do you think it was some type of like setup? Yeah, who is you this guy? What? You know what? Well, actually here's a little side story. Um, yeah, I, it was kind of funny. I thought I was working in this program, mental health program sure. back in late nineties. And there was a woman there, Julie Peters, mm-hmm. the guy that arrested me, the arresting the undercover cop was Dennis Peters. Okay. And, uh, so there was this woman, Julie Peters, and we had a staff meeting one day and somebody made a comment <laughs> about cops and like, well, Julie would know. Right. And so after the meeting, I asked somebody, I said, what was that comment about the cops? And they said, Oh, Julie's dad was a, a cop for, I think Whitehall or something. No way. Then it, it hit me. So a couple of weeks later, or a month later or something, um, this woman, Julie, was getting married. And one of the staff there, uh, it was morning time and we we're having our cup of coffee. So we're all, you know, a couple of us are talking and somebody asked this woman that was going to the wedding. They said, well, how did you get invited to Julie's wedding? And she said, well, I went to school with Julie's mom. And I said, no kidding. I said, I smoked pot with Julie's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, nobody there knew that I was yeah, in that yeah. contest. Uh, but it was like, so so yeah. you think he was the guy that was calling you and like the, well, the uh, well, he was the, yeah, he was the guy that was, well, I knew who he was. He introduced himself the day he came and first met me, you know, okay. Uh, as Dennis Peters. And, um, but he didn't, well, what, well, he did, did somebody, like, did they just make the decision then we're going to do undercover work on you guys or, you know, they, that had to be the Whitehall police. Like I want this to end. Yeah. Right. Well, there was that, 
the you know talk about the radio station wanting it to end? Was it one of the uh, you know guys in the contest or their family members that wanted to? Like, this just get is crappy because they're they're kind of messing with your future too. Uh-huh. You know if you. You know, obviously, you, you right. did okay, and that didn't affect you, I would hope. Like, uh-huh. not terribly. Right. Uh, that's a little messed up. I yeah. would think so, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. let's go entrap this guy. Um, Everything right? Right, because yeah. I I really didn't get charged. I mean, you know, I ended up with a $100 fine and six yeah. months yeah. probation. So. so it was, like, minimal, but, of course, the, the delivery is a, a felony. Yeah. So. You, know, they get, you have a felony because of it? Yeah, they they dropped the. They, what? They found me not guilty of the intent. So anything that was like a felony a, charge. But officer, well, I but. was intent. <laughs> this is crazy to me. So you think yeah. it? There's no way that you could fathom that there wasn't some conspiracy behind this, right? Oh yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about that. There would I, have I, to. You know, I don't, I don't doubt it myself. You know, because. Yeah. Um, you, know, you, you don't just they... do that. You don't just. Do Why that. would you go right, to the yeah. like? There's just no. It's not like a crazy like like a trap house or something. Yeah, right. this is a billboard yeah. contest and uh-huh. like of like yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Which in and, your and in your heart, what do you think? Well, yeah. Here's one thing. Just a side note to that. Um, during my uh, trial, you know, they ask, uh, well, what were you basing this on? What were you, what were you working from? And they said we had one anonymous phone call. And that was it. From you France. Know. It was a reporter <laughs> from France. It was Pierre. So, so what do you mean there's an anonymous phone call right. to, to the that, police? To the police. There's, there's something going on at the billboard. So there it was could have been any of it. It could have been the competitors right. too telling like, hey, call in a right. thing. But uh-huh. would you would you sus- is that something that that you would think was a possibility? Yeah, I'm thinking it could have been you know one of the other guys or their you know like wives or girlfriends or whatever. Um, it could have been. Um, the station. I mean, there's some talk that the station they might have even had something done. to do with that. And then there was some uh, talk about, of course, the township. Yeah. Just wanted to put an end to it, you know? Do you have, have you ever got any leads on anything or no, figured out anything no, I more? I think that's, you know, I think the whole story, actually, I think, I thought the whole story had kind of died off except for the occasional morning call mm-hmm. uh-huh. article until Zeke decided to make this film. And then, what came first, the Zeke's film or the doc? Well, here's how that played out. I, I heard about Zeke's film a few years back. Um, I don't, I actually, I was driving to work one morning, going through Regalsville PA and, uh, flipping stations. And I hear, uh, uh Z95, they're talking with Zeke Zelker and he's talking about making this billboard move. <laughs> like what, you know? So I don't know how many years ago that was, you know, six or eight years ago, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. And, um, so then, in so that was already in the works, but then in 2013, I want to say like December, the morning call ran this 30 year article, you know, front page, Sunday mm-hmm. paper, right between Christmas and New Year's. Um, they ran a big article, you know, a couple pages about the con, a lot of pictures and things about the contest. And apparently the guy, uh, the director of the, the documentary was at his parents, uh, his in-laws. They live up in Bethlehem somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, they were laughing about this article. And he said, what are you guys laughing about? And then he read the article and he said, I can't believe nobody's done anything with this right. thing so far. Yeah. So then he decided to make this documentary. Documentary had its first screening in uh, September of 2016. So they both kind of coincided and word has it. There's, there was some tension between, I guess, Zeke and the guys that made the billboard. Boys well, I, I would imagine because you, you, you know, Zeke, I think some people confuse the two projects. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And you don't want that. Right. So. Yeah. So what do you like when okay you get down all that stuff uh-huh. and then um, 
you said you know August is when you went to trial, but uh-huh. when did they actually finish up? And uh, do you that remember was how? June? Yeah. And that... how did that kind of play out? I forget. I yeah, read it. But... Well, they they um <clears throat> they were going back and forth. Well, first you know nobody wanted to con- the station didn't want to concede. Like, well, okay, you guys have been up here nine months. Play some rock paper scissors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what they did somehow, I, you know, who knows why they had to go to this extreme to to bring some promoter in from Sacramento, California, I believe it was to uh, work out an amicable uh, uh, deal for the, to end this thing. <laughs> so what they did what? was... That, a weird... Yeah. Like, just, and now keep in mind, the guy that owned the station, Harold Fulmer, yeah. was also, like at that point, reportedly worth $80 million. Really? Owned, like a 1,000 rental units, owned like 23 McDonald's in the area, oh, nice. owned, uh, uh, you know, the hotel trailer, which was like a big historic mm-hmm. place back then i mean it's yeah. kind of run down now, so much but, anymore. Yeah. so uh but he you know on the kutztown airport which i'm sure that's like just a little airfield for you know private yeah. planes or whatever but um yeah so the guy was worth a lot had a 140 uh car uh like antique and classic car collection. Mm-hmm. so he had some bread the guy had some money so it wasn't like you know eighteen thousand dollars more is gonna break his yeah. bank. you know so uh, and I think that was part of the public sentiment too. Is like everybody. Just, if you want to end it, then, was, then, then pay yeah, up. The you thing, only have right? you only have two guys now. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So they brought this promoter in, and then they worked things out. And I think there was even they were on Phil Donahue talking about this, haggling about this thing, and um, yeah, that's pretty well covered in the documentary. So if you guys have a chance, to were you ever, like, what so. were your feelings then? I mean, as a twenty-two-year-old, it's you know it's different than if you were thirty-five. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, you had to be kind of pissed, right? Yeah, I mean, you're much more fiery was, at that. Point. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, was pissed, and I wanted to distance myself, like I said, because you know, I, I turned 23 up there. So when I I came down, I mean, you had a birthday up there. Yeah, yeah. So, Happy birthday to me, guys. Yeah. Did they sing? Did the other guys sing to you? <laughs> I think they, we were just they just had they had their girlfriends and wives up. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we were just becoming friendly <laughs> at about that point. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, he came down, and you know, I mean. You know, what other 23-year-old who just had his picture in, like, you know, Rolling Stone, yes. a couple issues of People, Time yeah. Magazine, ABC World News Tonight wouldn't have, you know, just, like, jumped on that and, you know, like, right. took it for all it was worth. I mean, but I really, like I said, I, I just had such a bad taste in my mouth that I just, and, you know, I mean. Well, you're sitting there looking I, at a felony. Like, I can imagine, yeah. too, how you're like, right. I'm a little bit, I kind of want to focus this on this kind of, going to This jail. is kind of yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Right. Well, so yeah. I don't want to go to jail. That'd be right. nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that part of it. And, um. I mean, I think I got a lot of support from like the, you know, like the stoner community, you know? <laughs> the people that'll be out celebrating. What if they did like a, tomorrow. what if they did like a spinoff contest? How long will Dalton go to jail for? <laughs> right. Will he win a, a $500,000 home if he does five years, you know? Well, were you mad? I mean, you, did you walk away with anything? No, I got nothing. Not for just it, a know? felony. Yeah. Just fact, a felony. The, um, oh my God. The prize, if I was found not guilty, was going to be, I think, a 19 inch TV and <laughs> like three months worth of McDonald's food or something. That, hey, I would have taken that, but yeah. that is, that's just, that's robbery. <laughs> so what, right, then yeah. you, okay, you're 22, 23, and then I would imagine like five years later, not even a big deal. Like, uh-huh. did it take 10 or 15 years for, for it to become a nostalgic thing, or was it always well, kind of big? No, I mean, it seemed like every, well, actually, my involvement i think once the other guys won the homes you know there was a little follow-up there but then that part of it kind of died off yeah. pretty quickly and then um i um you know my trial of course was in august and my lawyer um uh filed an appeal because he didn't think that the jury really understood what entrapment was all about mm-hmm. and um because with the entrapment you can 
commit the crime. However, because of the overzealous actions of the police officer, yeah, that they actually oh, yeah. created the crime. Slightly, yeah. Actually, not guilty. But like, what were you to do? Like, okay, I right. guess you're you're having weed is illegal, but mm-hmm. you didn't take the money from him. He threw it into right. you, yeah. your living quarter, mm-hmm. right? right? So, like, what and were he's you... also calling you a bunch of times, showing mm-hmm. up a bunch of times. Like, it's different if it's once or twice. But now he's Was like there, making what, it. Yeah. Maybe you're, he's almost. You know, you could even get. I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but you could even be like, hey, he's starting to. Uh, intimid- he's starting yeah, to intimidate right. him uh-huh. to where my client feels like he needs to do this to uh-huh. feel safe. Right. That's how I would sure. Did you feel like unfairly treated in the trial? Like it was like what? I just can't. I can't understand how <laughs> somebody up. wasn't like, hey, everybody. It's it's very clear what happened here. Mm-hmm. The judge is like, you know what, guys? Let's just end this and go home because well, this think, is ridiculous. Yeah, I think that was it. I I think that's why I got pretty. A pretty easy sentence uh-huh. um, because I think the judge realized, you know, He's what was silly. going on, and I mean, the, the jury saw it in black and white. You know, he had it, he sold it, right? He's right. busted. He's he's guilty, you know. Um, but the um, so my part though drug on till about December of '84 because my lawyer was looking <laughs> for a retrial, and they then they finally turned that down, and um, so then I was sentenced in December of '84. So you know, of course, there were article there was an yeah. article about that. Yeah. So. After that, though, it kind of died off. Five-year anniversary, 10-year. Um, somebody wanted to make a film about it back in 93. And at that point, it was 10 years after, and I thought, like, who's really interested in this Yeah, thing, and it, you know? it, it's weird to and, say, but, like, being now older, uh-huh. like, 10 years doesn't even seem like enough time for yeah. something. Yeah. Because you look at it now, you look at the photos now, and you're like, wow, that's, you know, that's uh-huh. 80s. It's so, like, it reeks of 80s. Right. Um, why do you why do you think that people are so interested? Yeah, where did the resurgence come from? You know what? I I really don't have a clue to be honest with you. Um I I don't know. I mean, Zeke, I'm not sure what his motivation was to make it, you know, what he saw in it. I mean, obviously he put a different twist on mm-hmm. it. Sure. It's kind of oh, yeah. like, you know, inspired by it, right, right, right. We could do like the but. dark version <laughs> where there's like all these like they're Sneaking up to your thing at night, yeah, right. Zipping your tent, like uh, that, I, yeah, I don't man, know. It's creepy. How well I would sleep, you know. But yeah, yeah. well, you know, there is a script. I, I spoke with two scriptwriters back in, I want to say, last summer, um, who want to do something with it. Uh, I guess what they're calling, what they call in the industry, a hybrid film, mm-hmm. where they're using actors and then some, you know, like Got, archival yeah. footage and whatnot. right, right. So we'll, we'll I find it on Amazon Prime. But, but I think <laughs> I think they want to do you know something like you said with the darker yeah. right. aspects of it. But they're gonna like stay. I mean, from what they told us, they want to stay true to the actual story. I just so. think it's just because it's so interesting, and I think the first thing that you do when you hear about it is you put yourself in that situation, mm. right? And so I think that's why it's so neat. Yeah. Would, I mean, would you, back then, I I mean, you know, a lot of people thought we were, you know, like a symbol of the times or whatever, you know, uh-huh. because the economy was so bad and, and these so, guys are willing to go to like any extreme. To right. To, and you know, I don't want to be like old guy, but it is to think of the time back then where like how you got your information, where you got it from mm-hmm. and how you communicated. You're talking about phones up there or people getting you information. Like it's just so much of a, if we did it now, like I don't think it would get the same type of attention because you'd be like big deal what, what else is on my instagram well didn't you do something like we this? did like the yeah I, I actually won it they did but it was two days in in a cube uh-huh. so two days you had to stay in the car 
you get out every two two hours uh-huh. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And it was only based on internet votes. So by the time we, I, before I got in the car, we had already won. Uh-huh. Right. Just because we had so many people voting. So that was totally no, different. No, this wasn't it was on a fo- billboard. It though. was 48 yeah. hours. Like two days to him uh-huh. was, you know, like a bad weekend up there. Did uh-huh. you lose track of time? Um, well, you know, I mean, you were out there with the seasons and the elements yeah. and everything. So you kind of, and you know, of course the holidays were coming up, everybody's going shopping up at the malls. So yeah, you kind of, and then the snowstorm that we had. So, um, yeah, you kind of stayed in touch with, you know, kind of like loosely where you were in, in, in terms of, what, like, what was your birthday like up there? I wasn't, you know, anything that exciting. I mean, you know, I got a couple of gifts and I mean, no cake like cake or something, you know, but yeah, it wasn't anything. Is there, you know, anything is there like, if about. you. Do you remember it vividly the time? Uh, that birthday, or just or just the general? experience itself? Pretty well, yeah. What would be like if you like? What's the most vivid day or memory of that time? Um, like if you close I mean, your eyes and think besides, of that, what do you besides see? Besides getting arrested, I right? Mean, you know, because that was pretty vivid. But um, um, I, you know, the the guy from Rolling Stone was pretty cool because he came up and actually like lived up there with us for a really? week. You know, what? He actually stayed up there, you know, it w- I mean, not all overnight. But right. He'd stay until well into, you know, darkness and then leave. And um, in fact, he says on a documentary that he went somewhere with Ron Kissler's girlfriend, well, now wife. Mm-hmm. And um, they went to a bar just to, you know, that he would regular, they would regularly frequent just to, you know, get a sense of what his life was like. And he said that then she got some phone calls from some people like, yeah, hey, who's that guy you were with? You know, your <laughs> yeah. husband's up on it or your boyfriend's up right. on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like She's like, don't, or whatever, you know? yeah. don't worry about don't it. Don't call my husband's line up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't don't call him. But, uh, so that, that was kind of vivid. I mean, you know, just, uh, yeah, I mean, there was one time some old guy brought an American flag up and flew it up there and, that was up there for the rest of the contest. Sure. And um, it was just a small one, you know, like mm-hmm. a little, you know, like two foot by one foot flag or whatever. And um, and I, I was trying to figure out, you know, because then the guy just left and we never saw him again. But I was trying to figure out, like, you know, what that really represented to him. You know? Right. And uh, I just figured that it was like as, as you know shabby as we was, become as a people we still have this you know this yeah yeah driver you, you know this motivation or whatever and and here you are i mean we're what 36 some odd years later uh-huh. um you, you're professional now you, you know right and yeah. are there any times that you ever regret doing it oh, like being a part of it um has have you ever had that just because i mean because you have your own life i'm uh-huh. sure you're successful in your own way right is it ever annoying to be like i'm not just a guy who was on the billboard well, or, you know, or there's so many people who just don't know yeah i think a lot of people don't know but then there's people that do know and and that's kind of like yeah that's that stigma you know it'll be like i guess even in my obituary it'll yeah, be, yeah the guy was in a billboard contest you would have it would be you know? i bet you it would yeah. be and that I, this is something that's really interesting because uh-huh. it's like no matter what yeah, like every right. dinner party you go to you're like dude i hope somebody doesn't bring uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah well it had kind of died i mean it really died off for a long time and um of course now with these these movies out sure. you know it's like it's just bringing it all back so is it uh, a is it like a scab that's being removed or are you welcoming the you know it's got to be fun to kind of like look well, back that, well that's it i you mean know, the like, first for, for 10 years i just didn't want to have anything to do sure. with it i had you know a, a shopping bag a, a paper shopping bag full of articles and magazines and whatnot and that was just buried somewhere you know and then i you know went through this breakup and moved into this apartment and one night I pulled out this this bag and I was it was like a snowy night it was crappy out 
And I was looking through this bag and I was like, you know, I kind of made peace with it at that point. Mm -hmm. But then, um, like I said, nothing really happened. Maybe once every five or 10 years, the morning call would run a big article just, you know, it was 25 years ago or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know. But then when these movies came out, I thought, and you know, when I met the guys that did the documentary, it became apparent that they weren't out to do any kind of exploitation shows. Yeah. You know, they yeah. were trying to put like a positive spin on They're it. They're interested again by the, the story. Yeah. It's just and you know, make it and it was like it's kind of like a happy ending. Like it really, you know, in fact, some people say they were like moved emotionally with the, the way it uh-huh. film ended. You know, and um, but you know, at that point, I thought, you know what? For all those years, I ran from this thing. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. Now let me just have fun with it, yeah. Because you know? mm-hmm. we we do these, you know, like the screenings. There's always, you know, afterwards a little after party. Well, that's the, the one. Was, I went to the the, the screening of Zeke's movie, uh-huh. and this is I was sitting in the middle, and Zeke did a Q and A after, right? Uh-huh. And this is after the movie, and uh, and I'm assuming most of the people in there had a, had know what the story was about. Mm-hmm. But once there was somebody asked Zeke a question, and he directed it to Dalton, who was in the way back. And I'm not kidding you. When the people in this movie theater found out that he was in the back, they were necks breaking. Well, it's cool. The, it's people like, were, you would have thought Tom hours. Cruise was in the back. Well, you watched two hours. Like, and they're like, holy shit, so, that guy, like, that real guy? I was just, well, I just watched his story yeah, for yeah. like an hour and a half, two hours. And he's here. Yeah. And there's all that time that happened. Like, I don't know. It's like stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really the, the, the actor that played, in theory, him could have been like, hey, I'm right here. Like, no, no, no. I don't care. Wait, I want to hear what, what he has to say. Uh-huh. And he did. He came down and you answered answered some questions. And, you know, that same thing has happened with the doc as well. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Pat and Frank, the the producer, the director and the producer, they, um, you know, get up to do a Q&A. And next thing it's like, oh, can you come on down? Yeah. And it's like, oh, man. Dude, yeah. I said, look, it's your film, man. Yeah. You guys, it's your moment to shine. You know, I, I had my time, you know. But well, what, oh, come on up. And What drew me to so, him because he was there. And I'm like, this dude's funny. Like, he's saying some <laughs> things. He's cracking the crowd up. You know, you've got like this. I was on that night. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. You, you, you I was were, just it's like, probably because that guy came back to your tent. He's like, <laughs> I, got, I got a little extra but for it, you. Is, is your, just kidding. Is your approach? to this is your uh you know how you're you you're embracing the, the resurgence is that i know there's the other there's one living member left right, right. Uh-huh. Uh, is that something i don't know you don't you can't speak for him obviously but have you gathered that he feels the same way or is he a little bit more who, kind is, of, it, is it mckay or no mike died mike i want to say like oh six maybe oh, okay yeah, he was young yeah. 53 or four or something like that and um but no ron kissler is the 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 other guy and we actually in the making of the documentary that was the first time we saw each other really? they wanted to get us together and that was the first time we saw each other in whatever 33 since years the contest yeah right and <laughs> well, and um, you really didn't like necessarily love each other bond back then right anyway. yeah. so that's I, mean, kinda... I, th- I think we said more in that two hours that they that's... interviewed us than we did the whole wow. you know like <laughs> six months up there you know that's crazy but uh yeah, it was really cool you know i mean and and what you saw on the screen you know we walked i, I drove my car up um uh, Frank got out of, or Pat got out of the car. Said, "Here, park your car here. I'm gonna walk down." And they started filming me driving down the driveway. Mm-hmm. And everything that happened from that moment on was just spontaneous yeah. in the moment, you know. And and uh, yeah, it was all real. It wasn't scripted or rehearsed or anything, you know. So it was it was pretty cool. It's um, awesome. I did, did, so before we were, yeah, we'll wrap no, up, a little, yeah, no, but I, have a, I mean, and you don't have to answer this, mm-hmm. but <laughs> was there any bit of did anybody cheat? 
up there at all. Well, I think the entrapping you by getting well, you no, other than that, aside from that, besides I'm, the felony. Yeah, aside from that, did any, was there any? Really, how would you throw somebody off their game, like your your competitor? That and like, yeah, did oh, anybody yeah. sneak down? Did anybody have anybody sneak up? I, you know, you would have probably known if somebody had snuck down, just because you know, just you could just easily shake the billboard. In fact, when there were high winds, I mean, you could feel the thing shaking. You know, so it would uh, never happen. Never in a million years yeah. Yeah. would this happen today. And well, you know what? Actually, um, believe it or not, and I wasn't 184 days or 261 days, but just before the national championship for college football, sure, they had a thing. ESPN three or somebody ran this the contest. They had guy uh, a representative from each of the colleges, somebody that was like the ultra fan, right? For each of those uh, four schools, uh, was up on this billboard and. I think it was San Jose or somewhere. Huh. And, of course, it was like, you know, they had a big screen TV behind. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do it for the you know, weekend. Like they're giving glass them, around. They're you know, giving them, like, easily fall off the chicken wings. And yeah. yeah, right, yeah. So, but they, which was odd. I mean, I don't know, you know, how they came up with that or why. I'm sure but, you yours know, thing inspired possibly, it, you yeah. know. Yeah, but as far as the cheating, I mean, no, I mean, we did what we could. To, I mean, at least I did. I mean, Ron was kind of reserved, you know. He was, he was a nice guy, you know. He, I don't think he tried to do anything to piss anybody off, uh-huh. you know, but... I was 22, you know, just out of the army. I was kind of a, well, not a punk, but, you know. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, you know, yeah, like, 22, almost everybody's a punk. Yeah, yeah. Would you, you just shake it, shake make some noise? Yeah, you know, like I said, friends would come up, blast music, you know, yeah. till whatever, one in the morning or whatever. You know, it was like, yeah, we, and then I guess Mike was doing things with, he had like a CB radio up there and he was <laughs> doing something. And I guess the word was that, we were upset because he was jamming our radio reception, you know. So, I mean, it was just, and Mike talked a lot of shit up there. You know? Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, these guys, nothing, you know, like, try to psych us out. And, right. You know, you I, I tried to use mental telepathy up there, which, you know, who knows if that worked or not, you know. He's like, I'm just going to have to call in an anonymous tip. Yeah, right. This yeah. isn't working. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that is so awesome. Like, honestly, you know, we said this before we even started the, the podcast, and we could talk for hours. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to say thank you so much oh, for yeah. no for, for walking up to the attic. I don't right, know if right. high up yeah. as the uh, billboard. Was. <laughs> it's probably more stable up here. You probably want to spend more time on the billboard than up is there, there. Is there anything you want to leave people with, or like a last? I'm sure they're gonna get. Well, you, I got I got one. If you could go back and uh-huh. give yourself advice before you walked up that billboard for the first time, what do you, what would it be? I got one too. Okay. Oh man, um, I guess check out my competition before <laughs> the thing starts. Good. I didn't think it was gonna last. I, nobody thought it would last that long. So yeah. and my 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 question is, if you're going same on, on the same lines of George, what would be one thing that you would take up there with you yeah, that you good. didn't take? Uh, you didn't plan to take. I guess you th- people could drop things off, but oh, yeah. what would be one thing you would have uh, either. Packed you wish or done, you had. Wish you had up there. If it was today or back then, let's do cause, both. Because now with you know like you know smartphones and things, I mean you could just put an apartment made, up there. Yeah, you could just live up do, there for work. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know back in those days, um, geez, I mean, twenty two. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, twenty two. You don't want to say like much, a man. possibly like a. I mean. A blow up doll just like <laughs> <get it> done. <laughs> I was I was like I was gonna try to give you some easy answers. <laughs> but, but, I'm then, fine with then the guys the, next to you would be like, what, pass what that you over. Do to, <laughs> <laughs> be all they hear all but day. Like, are, are you done with that? <laughs> 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 you gonna, okay. 
Yeah, that's a th- great thing to end on in my mind. <laughs> Dalton, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're thank welcome. you. If this you guys haven't great. seen, obviously, the Billboard movie with Zeke and the documentaries out there as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the name of that. Billboard, Billboard Boys. Boys. Is it the Billboard Boys? Yeah. Right. Well, go see Zeke's movie first and then go watch those guys. <laughs> um, but again, thank you so much. This is oh, you're welcome. really interesting. Yeah, I appreciate it. Was awesome. it. And uh, everybody else, happy Easter. Yeah, bye.